It is a very good afternoon. It's Niall Boylan with you for the next hour now. We were going to entitle our show today to protest or not to protest. But we figured that maybe some of you hadn't heard of Shakespeare. Well, according to my producer, maybe they didn't. And can I just say, by the way, it's great to have my producer back again as well. Um, he's out of hospital. We don't know how well he is, but he is out of hospital and willing to work again. So thank you very much indeed. We're very glad to have him now. We do want to talk about protests, those famous protests, of course, from a week and a half ago, uh, where the far right were accused of causing all sorts of ructions. Now, I did speak to during the week on the radio, Michael Healy Ray, and he was more concerned about the intern, of course, losing her phone and her perception of Ireland after feeling unsafe, as he said, being jostled by protesters, along with him uh, coming out of the uh, the doll or wherever he happened to be coming out of at the time. And he said he's all in favour of protest. But don't touch him, don't jostle him, and don't use the vile names and the effigies, of course, of the gallows that were seen outside. Now, there has been a lot of condemnation, and politicians have now called for protest exclusion zones. Have you ever heard that like it in your life? Around the doll, and for the defence forces to be drafted in because of increased levels of vitriolic and extreme abuse. A new task force of politicians' uh, safety was set up earlier this year after a number of public representatives revealed how they were targeted both online and in person and sometimes at their homes and constituency clinics. A number of political parties and groupings have made private submissions to the task force, calling for significant new measures, including an exclusion zone around Leinster House, a dedicated unit for politicians to report threats, a notification system for upcoming protests, new evacuation processes for government buildings, and new reporting channel on issues of social media. Now, Senator Jerry Buttermer also supported the idea of what they call a sterile zone, while a meeting between new senior guardy and security staff at the Oireachtas last week considered to use barriers to keep people 1.6 kilometres. It's an odd number, isn't it? Rather than 1.5. 1.6 kilometres away from the doll. Yeah, Kian Corla, Sean O'Fergal, said that he wanted to get the message across that we can't have something of that nature happening in the, in, uh, the immediate environment of Leinster House ever again. But Mr. Malachy Steenson, solicitor, said outlawing protests would be the real threat to democracy and that proposals would, pe- would place protesters back in the city centre. He said a 1.6 kilometre is a huge zone. That would mean blocking people right back to the GPO, said Mr. Steenson. Uh, that would be a real attack on democracy, not a small number of people losing the head last week. And uh, uh, the left of Sinn Féin have also held lots more, far more disruptive protests around which they seem to have developed a convenient collective amnesia. Actually, just give us a quick look at that particular protest by Sinn Féin. That was going back to 2010. Angus O'Snuggie at the time of the bank bailouts. Let's just play that there. There you go. That was actually far more violent, I think, than what went on a week and a half ago. Yet there were no calls at the time for Sinn Féin to ban protests. And, of course, then we've had other protests in the past. Paul Murphy himself, of course, was involved in protests where he was accused at the time, uh, but found not guilty, of course, of um, keeping the Joan Burton in her car. Now, he did, and other protesters did stop her from leaving her car at that particular time, of course, when they all sat in front of it, and the car couldn't move, obviously. And uh, just remind us of what Paul Murphy said at that particular time in relation to that protest. 
The message is, is clear that the arrest should now come to an end. Right? They've terrorised a community. Stop it. Stop terrorising a community. Stop terrorising young people. Stop criminalising protest. End this now. Because really, it's gone well over the top at this stage. And it's a very, very serious attack on the right to protest of everybody. And it should be met by a response of all the people, people, water charges, protesters all across the country. Everybody has an interest now in seeing this political policing come to an end. Let's see political policing come to an end. And of course, he was all for the right to protest in that particular occasion, no matter what it meant, keeping people in their cars for an elongated number of time. Whether you disagreed with it or agreed with it, he thought that was an okay protest to do at the time. Uh, maybe his tune has changed and he's playing a different fiddle at this stage. Anyway, the point is, do you believe there should be exclusion zones for the safety of politicians? Joining me is a politician. Um, and uh, independent, of course, in County Kerry, is Jackie Healy Ray and also Malachy Steen, solicitor, who had the piece in Grip Media over the weekend in relation to this 1.6 kilometre exclusion zone. Both of you are welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. Um, firstly, in relation, I, I go to you first, Jackie. Uh, obviously, uh, because Michael was the one, I suppose, that was in the news, and I spoke to Michael during the week on the radio because he was uh, jostled, I suppose, is probably the West word, and verbally abused. Um, that, as we all would say, is we would condemn all that. I think even Maliki would condemn that type of behaviour. But it, this has turned into blaming everybody for the behaviour of one or two people. We've seen protests in the past worse than that. Yet this particular protest, it's almost like it's the end of the world. Politicians are entitled to condemn what happened over a week and a half ago, um, but also not uh, lead to this overall conclusion that we need to somehow stifle protest outside of our outside of our national parliament. I think last week um, the early thousands of our early childhood uh, care providers came came to the doll. Uh, last uh, Tuesday, I believe it was, thousands of them, far more uh, than what was there the, the previous week. And uh, there was plenty of colour, there was plenty of um, of kind of rupturous kind of uh, uh, soundings around Linster House. Um, but politicians were able to go out and meet them. Uh, in They got their point across, of course, in what they were protesting for. But that went off without... Any, yeah, but that was a uh, nice protest. But that was a nice protest. We don't regularly see politicians coming out. Say, for example, if Malachy Steenson rocks up with the people of East Wall, for example, well, you won't well, I, see, I you won't to, see a politician well, coming out and addressing them. Well, I I have to be honest with you, Niall. Uh, every week uh, we're notified through email through my work that I do with with my father Michael of people who are coming to the doll today earlier this morning I was organizing his agenda for the week in terms of what groups were coming to the doll we um and there, it's very rarely that Michael no matter what group it is wouldn't go outside the gates of doll era in fairness and, in and, fairness Michael and, is probably and, the last person and, I would have thought would have been Jocelyn, well, by the way, honest, I, I, And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, wrong any politicians. An, an awful lot of politicians do go out, uh, and there's never any trouble. Um, so I, I, again, it comes back to you can condemn what happened a week and a half ago, but that doesn't mean that you should be shutting down people's right to protest. But that's what I they're do. talking about, isn't it? Yes, and and I don't agree with that. Like again. The place to protest is outside the doll. If you want to get your message across, be it for for um, uh, the farming organisations, be it for the early childhood care providers, be it students who are going to be coming to the doll this week with the with the USI. Um, the, again, all these protests, 
matter. And they all have concerns, and that's perfectly their right. But do you, but do you but think I what think happened last week, a week and a half ago, was blown completely out of proportion? Don't get me wrong. Again, I say we condemn the individuals well, responsible. Well, but was it blown well, well, completely out of proportion? Yeah, but... Uh, uh, Civil disobedience is part of the course when it comes to protest, generally speaking. But saying it was only one or two people, like you described it as Noel, is wrong too, because it wasn't just one or two people. There was an awful lot of people involved. There was 13 arrests, as you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, I I think it was, what happened was wrong. It should be condemned. Um, But that doesn't mean that you stop people of coming to the Dáil and protesting just because of that one incident. To be fair, you show the the clip of the the Sinn Féin, the Sinn Féin clip, that looks like something out of January the 6th that happened in in America, you know, where the the gates of government buildings were breached. And that is, to be honest, what looks far worse. But Sinn Féin were one of the first ones to condemn the protests last week calling for exclusion zones. And I agree, and I agree there's a lot of uh, people with shock memories coming, coming out now. Um, and saying that no, Michael was the first person to say. Even in the in the in the midst of all this going on uh, during that week, he was saying that people should be coming to the doll, but people shouldn't be carrying on the way that that what occurred a week and a half ago. Okay, sorry, Malachi Steenson, you had a lot to say about this uh, over the weekend in Grip Media. There was a whole piece written in relation to the Irish Times article suggesting the 1.6 kilometre exclusion zone. You suggested that if that was the case, protesters would be forced back to the GPO. Also in, in that um, article, I challenged uh, Michael Healy Ray to a debate about these issues. Now, I don't think he's come back to them on that yet. Um, and I also, these people keep telling us they want to discuss these issues. Yet any time we ask them for a debate on it, they refuse to debate the issues with us. RTE and Virgin Media and the vast, and all of the um, broadcast media, with the exception of, of your own shows, and I think Red FM, have not interviewed anybody involved in these protests. They'll all come on all these programmes and talk about us, but they won't talk to us. And, you know, when people say what happened a week and a half ago, as far as I'm concerned, in reality, in in terms of protests... You were there, by the way. Nothing nothing happened. I was there, unlike most of the people commenting. Unlike, actually, all of the people commenting on it, none of them were there. And if we just go back to the Michael Healy Ray issue, Michael came up the street. He didn't come out of Leinster House. He came up the street from uh, the Trinity College end. But it's irrelevant where he came he went, from. No, it's not irrelevant, now because this is the bit that hasn't been shown. He went to go into Kildare House. That was closed for some reason. There were pe- he, he went up the steps with his intern. He had a discussion with people who were on the front of the steps, and they were talking and they were videoing them, and they were obviously questioning them. And then he went over to go in to Leinster House, and he went to the gate the gate in the barrier, and the police didn't open it to let him in. So he moved down the barrier to see if there was somewhere else to get in. A guard jumped over, and two guards, instead of bringing him in that um, access point, they brought him back down the street, and a number of people gathered around him. There was probably only about 20 people. Now... You do, uh, but you do condemn... Well, well, Malachi, to be fair, you do condemn the behaviour of those individuals. I'll tell you what I'll condemn. Yep, okay, well... Somebody pushed him. Right, one person somebody threw one. something at him as well. And so, uh, somebody threw a, a, a mineral bottle at him. I condemn those activities. I don't condemn people roaring and shouting at him. I mean, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. You know, and there, there's politicians are milking this. And there's no doubt that the response from the state to those protests was coordinated and was prepared before those protests even took place. So it didn't matter what was going to happen on that Wednesday. Those statements were going to come out. Remember, 
Mial Martin, Varadkar, and Eamon Ryan left a UN meeting in New York, where they're supposed to be saving the world, to come out and talk about a non-issue on the streets streets of Dublin. Well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't a non-issue. It was a non-issue, not. And well, so if, you were, Mike, if you were Michael, if you were Michael Healy Ray, you wouldn't have seen it as a non-issue. I mean, I watched the video, Malachi, and in fairness, now Michael, I'm sure Michael is a thick skin, but he looked, he did look frightened. Hold on, no. There, there's an other footage of another Sinn Féin protest where Michael Healy Ray is jostled and and pushed in a far more serious way, coming out of Buzzwells at some other protest. So. You know, but that doesn't make it right. People who were arrested. Hold on, the people who were arrested later on in the evening were simply standing or sitting in front of the gates, and they were arrested. They walked to the police, uh, the police vans. There was no resistance arrest, resistant arrest. There was no violence. They were well, Maliki. They were okay. They were blocking the gate. I saw that bit of video, by the way. They were blocking the gate. The superintendent came over. Uh, he announced who he was, and he asked. He said, "Is there anybody here that is here against their will?" If not, no, he said, of, well, hang on. He said, if not, we are going to start arresting people. You now have an opportunity to leave. This was a group of people who went around oh, no, to block no, the gate to the back. statement that the, the Gardaí have to issue before they secure an area in the way that they've, do, they've done it. Because that's under, I can't remember the, the section of the Public Order Act where they... But under the Public Order Act and the right to peaceful assembly, well, you do have a... Well, hang on, you do have a right to peaceful oh, no, assembly. It's only, as long as you don't block other people going about... All, all of the time. But hang on. But that's yeah. But you have the right to peaceful assembly as long as you don't block other people going about their lawful business. That's the law. The Gardaí could have moved those people very easily and stopped it. They couldn't. And could have kept if they, if they hadn't tried to move them, they would have they would have retaliated. Just go around, go back around to, to Kildare Street. Yeah. Where the barrier was a semicircle barrier going from the corner of Buzzwells over to, to the left hand corner as you look at it. You could freely access Leinster House from the other end. There was no disruption to the gates. There was no disruption to people going in and out unless they came up the, the street and they had been told. And I mean but, I mean, do, but do you do you condemn? Okay, you, you do condemn the jostling. You do condemn somebody throwing a bottle. Do you condemn the gallows and the pictures of politicians no, and I the gallows? Know. I've been at protests again, organised by some of the people who are condemning us. That they've had guillotines and they've had uh, various symbols. Things. And again, no, it wouldn't be very nice, Malachi, to see a picture of yourself out there. Nice, but, but no, I mean, well, hang on, hang on. Let me ask Jackie. Nice. Jackie, do you the do you? The country is not very nice, and people and for politicians okay. to come out and say these people didn't know what they were protesting about. There were some people were on about this issue, and others were on about a different issue. People are just sick and tired of the country and the way it's been run across a whole range of issues. And you know, one of the things that probably got up people back about Michael Healy Ray is that Michael Healy Ray in relation to the immigration issue is making vast sums of, of money out of um, housing um, asylum seekers and refugees. So just yeah, but you, yeah, you but know, you can raise that you can raise that issue with him without jostling him, harassing him, and throwing him in rebuttal about Adam. Uh, sorry, but let me just go back to no, well, hang on, Maliki, please, hang on. Let me just go back to Jackie in relation to the guillotine or the whatever it was, the the effigies that they had hanging up as well. Do you think that's acceptable, Jackie? That kind of behaviour, which, as far as the Minister for Justice is concerned, is incitement to hatred. Well, look, whatever about it being incitement to hatred or whatever about that. I don't think it's I don't think it's right and proper to have a dummy hanging from a noose with pictures of anybody up around a gallows. I I, I just don't believe it's right. I don't believe I don't believe it's the right way to get your message across. And and 
to know, again, like, would it be, is it far more productive to have an environment where politicians can come out and speak to you and know what your issues are and give you their opinion and, and debate the issues? I, I welcome debate more than anybody. And I know that my father, Michael, will, would debate the day long. No problem. But when it comes to then people who are in your face, and it, and it, whatever about the politicians, because to be honest, the biggest people that were affected by what happened a week ago was the people in and around Linster House who are working, the, the people who are inside in offices who don't want to be associated with, with politicians as such, but that's just their everyday work. They have to go into Linster House to earn a living. For there was the, no difficulty in any of the, them accessing Leinster House. That's a nonsense. That's another story no, no. that's spinning. There was no difficulty anybody who worked in Leinster House accessing Leinster House. And well, this yeah. whole thing of, you know, good protest. You spoke about the, the protest about Charles Perry the other day. You know, what, what you want, and you don't come from a, a, a political dynasty that was ever involved in real protests. And the reality is that people are sick and tired of the way that politicians are acting, and they refuse to debate these issues. We okay, well, okay, well, well, okay, well, Jackie, would, would you not suggest, or would you not say that, I, nobody, by the way, condones bad behaviour and anger, but people do get angry, and they get more angry when they believe they're not being listened to. We had 76% of the population of this country in a Red Sea poll decided that we have too many refugees or we're letting in too many refugees. This is supposed to be a democratic society. And yet the government are failing to listen to the people. And people feel completely disconnected. They feel voiceless. And that creates anger. So this this behaviour, I'm not condoning it again. I'm going to reiterate about condoning it. But it is the government's doing. When you when you force people into a corner, they'll bite. I, but I, I agree with you. And one of the first politicians to raise the issue of uh, of immigration coming into this country at the start of the Ukraine the Ukraine crisis was Michael Healy Ray. He stood up in the Dáil during, uh, I believe, questions and promise legislation one day and said that we should cap the amount of people that we're bringing into the country at 20,000. He was the first politician to do that. And yeah, he, said, he said it on my radio show, actually, as well. He said exactly yeah, the same thing. And at several stages throughout the last number of months, he has continuously, be it on be it on shows like yours or be it on, on what we'd call more mainstream shows. I remember him being on Virgin Media one night when they were down in Killarney uh, following issues that had happened there in one of the hotels. And again, it, it it's not it's about being practical, about how much we can... Like, is it practical that over the last couple of days when we had a storm that we have people living above in tents in, in Stradbally? No, it's not. So again, we can only do so much, and that's something that he is continuously between himself and Denny, and a lot more. Okay, and, and that's and, and that's all well and good. And that's why I thought he would be the last person to be harassed, by the way, on the day. But I know Malcolm. I mean, he shouldn't have been, I mean, but he was a politician, and people don't see some of the people who would have kind of challenged him don't see the nuances of of the political uh, structures, and and he did condemn it. But at the same time. He's still making a good living out of it. Maliki, so, Maliki, 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 Maliki with respect, if I owned a hotel in an area and the government wanted to rent rooms out for for refugees, I'm not going to say no either. No, but you're not sitting in the house then and pontificating about it. No, but, 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 hang on a second, Maliki. Hang on a second. No, no, hang on a second. Hang on a second. You interrupted me, no, no. How many 
There's, How a, many there's a big has difference between, between pontificating and raising an issue that you actually want politicians to be talking about. And like I say, he was one of the first politicians to stand up in the when there was only when there was only a couple of thousand here at the time and said that we should be capped at twenty thousand. And he has continuously stated that. And you can talk about what he does in his personal life till the cows come home. But if you think that just because of just because he owns a shop or a post office that he can't represent the views of people that's it. I mean, well, there's sorry. no comparison to number one, you don't own the man and number two, you just don't want to listen to anything that he would have to say anyway no Maliki, that, no. that's like Maliki, that's like saying if you don't have kids you can't raise an issue about kids and the dollar, if you do have kids you can't raise well, an issue about people kids. who don't have kids Maliki, just because what he does in his personal life is completely different, it's not like anything illegal is, is happening, so what he does in his own personal life is irrelevant, now it may not be irrelevant to the people and that's fine, and I get that okay, and that's fine, but that's fine I get that, but and, and I'll tell you who ultimately it is for the people to, it is for the people of his constituency to, 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 to state whether they want him as a representative or not. I'm not here to speak for him. I'm not, I'm elected independently as he, as is he himself. But what I am, what I will say is if the people don't want certain politicians, they don't have to wait too much longer to voice their concerns and to go to the ballot boxes and tell them what they think. Well, then ask them to bring a vote and no confidence in the government now. Maliki, it's get it? Okay, okay well, well, no confidence within the last six months. Well, it doesn't matter, you know. Okay, Ma matter. Maliki, getting back, to the, okay, we're getting back to the exclusion Maliki. zones. Maliki, getting back to the exclusion zones very quickly because I've only got five minutes. In relation to going forward, if we want young people to become politicians in the future, young people like Jackie, although, yeah, I don't know how young he is, but uh, young people like Jackie to become politicians <laughs> to become politicians in the future. We don't want them fearful that, you know, somebody's going to be standing outside their house or somebody is going to throw something at them or somebody's going to be using vile language, be it misogynistic or otherwise against them if they happen to be female. We, we don't want that kind of behaviour. Yes, I understand protests can become angry. I get that. But in saying that, we need to discourage that type of protest, don't we? Well, no, firstly, say just in relation to Jackie. Jackie has come through working with his father and his uncles and all of that, and his grandfather, through the political um, system, knocking on doors and, and doing all of the, the mundane work that people don't see. But the bulk of politicians in Leinster House now don't come from that. They're straight out of doing a politics degree in one of the universities, and they think they can solve the, the world's problem. And one of the, the, the points you made there about should, should somebody who ha doesn't have children have a view on, 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 on children or whatever. We have two ministers for children, the current one and the previous one, who have lifestyles which won't give them children and they are destroying children. And, you know, I think oh, we should... It's a whole different issue. The point, I, no, the point I was just making is what people do in their personal life shouldn't reflect or shouldn't have a reflection on the, what they do in the doll. Now, again, as I, said to, you, well, not, as I said to you, that's up to the people. Look, Jackie made a fair point. That's up to the people of Kerry in this particular case oh, yeah. to decide, no and they can vote in the next election if they believe it's an issue. Kerry. If it's a, they believe it's an issue worth concern, that's their opportunity at the ballot box. They can do that there. That's their, that's when the but, choice is made. Okay, but Malik, I want, I want to stick to the exclusion zones. I mean, Jackie, the government are saying now that they can't have this happen again. They need to make sure people like Michael and other people are safe when they come in and out of the doll on particular days where they know there's going to be a protest and they want to put barriers. One point, well, the suggestion, I don't know who made that suggestion of 1.6 kilometres away. I don't know if it was the Cairn Coral. I'm not too sure who made that suggestion, but it's a ridiculous amount of space. Um, you know, do you see any need for that whatsoever? 
I, I don't, because the one thing that I adore about Irish politics is the access that the constituent has to their politicians. And maybe maybe it's just in the, the the political world that I've been brought up in, in that we that politicians in Kerry anyway, I don't know what it's like in the likes of Dublin and places, that politicians are extremely accessible to their constituents in terms of there's public clinics that, that can be attended. There, there's there's the phone. There are, like when you compare it to other political systems is what I compare to. Like in like in England or like in the in the US, where in the US you couldn't even get get close to a politician uh, to to raise something. Whereas in Ireland, you're you're you could well, depending on what you want to raise. If you if you want to talk about you know carers or you want to talk about babysitting or you want to talk about child minding yeah, or whatever well, it is, look, you'll look, get them. Like, but if you want to talk about immigration, then they they know where to see to be seen. Well, look, my, I'm a politician. I have one phone. I have one phone number. And if anybody wants it, it's accessible and it's out there. They can ring me and I don't know what they're going to be ringing me about. And I will talk to them and I will speak to them. Michael is no different. And every email that we get, we reply to it. As long as, like, and, and it's like even in social media, we try to engage where possible. But if people are coming on with utter nonsense and dirty language inside and comments and things like that, they'll simply be blocked and they won't be replied to. Because if somebody can can't have a discussion without throwing dirt vulgar vulgarity into into a message or an email or start on the phone or start roaring then it's impossible to engage with people like that i'm afraid now but like again coming back to what you're saying protests outside the doll that should be allowed and there should be no issue uh, but again it comes down to what happens within those protests if we see what happened a week and a half ago or what happened but you can't but you, you can't you can't blame you know all of those people on the sins of a few no, I, I don't because i i've absolutely well, well, the, well uh, the media are yes but, well right but I, am i the media now no I, no no I, i'm not saying like, you are yes, and politicians yes, seem to be I'm as well well the I major no politicians I, yes i have no doubt that there is people who went to the doll a week and a half ago who were there uh, absolutely were there to raise whatever concerns and would love if politicians came up. But, unfo but unfortunately, do you think it's very inviting when you see pictures on gallows and a, and a dummy hanging from a noose outside? Do you think that that's something that people want, that any normal person would want to approach in saying, oh, okay. this looks like a crowd that I'd like to go out and speak to? Okay, finally, Malachi, the final word. He's made a good point there. You know, he's no problem at all with people protesting. I said, I'll keep it clean, stop the vulgarity, and people, you know, with effigies of, of gallows and all that kind of stuff need to stop. Be human. So, Just what they human. want is nice, quiet, safe protests that actually no. don't achieve anything, right? And if we look at where this is going, we discussed these when we were talking about bringing in exclusion zones around um, hospitals that were killing children. And we know last week in, in the North, the Provisional Alliance brought in. Um, exclusion zones around abortion centres. So that's where this is going. And that's why I, I said on your programme many times now that it would start with the abortion centres and then they would ban protests that they don't agree with. What they are concerned about, and it's very clear from the state's huge overreaction to this issue and its huge coordinated response. For instance, when did you ever see the, the Cahirlock um, of Ferrell, um ever giving a, a TV interview. And he was across the media all last week as if this was the storm of the Bastille or something. <laughs> and the reality is they don't want to deal with the issues and they don't want people becoming more and more aware as they are every day of the huge problem that uncontrolled migration is, is bringing to this country. It's the total destruction. And if you look at even Kerry itself, the tourist industry is effectively destroyed down there and right around the country.
because of this belief okay. that we okay. have to do something for to, to um, import thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of people when we don't have. And our argument is not that we're opposed to, to clear a clear immigration policy, but we are opposed to a policy which says in this country, as we have it now, we have a lack of infrastructure and we can't increase the population at the level we're doing okay. where you don't have the houses, you don't have the hospitals. No, no, I, I, I think we've been there, Maliki. We, we, okay, we, we were there on Thursday. What we talked about it. No, 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 we talked, no, Maliki, we talked about all that on Thursday. Uh, okay, we talked about all that on Thursday. Uh, and I'm not going to go back into immigration again, but of course that was the reason many of those people were there. Well, that the was the reason most okay, people Absolutely, I just said that, yeah, okay. Maliki seems to... This politicians don't want to address... Okay, Maliki, just, just on a final word, I just want to be fair. Jackie, would you like to say something just finally before I finish with the two of you? Yeah, look, even, and, and look, that was a, an issue that came up last week, the the, the exclusion zones around, abo- around abortion clinics. And again, there was only 10 TDs that voted that voted against it, uh, the two Healy Rays being, being two of them. Uh, Somebody had asked for a free vote, but they weren't allowed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, that is very unfair. I believe that the vote... Well, no, Maliki, Maliki, please, Maliki, please let Jackie finish. Would, would still have been lost. And, Mal- and Maliki did uh, state a very good point about there being, uh, it's something I was on your show about, uh, Niall, previously, about 100 million uh, in tourism revenue being lost because of the, we just simply don't have the bed space in Kerry. And they are all issues. Issues that we uh, and my father and Danny have continuously raised uh, in the doll. And again, with regards to what we're here to talk about, protests. Protests are good. They're a good form of our democratic process and they should continue to be uh, encouraged and supported. And again, it's not about being all noisy-noise. 20,000 farmers, Maliki, marched on the Dáil one day, shut down, effectively shut down the city. But by God, there was no there was no ructions or there was no jostling or there was no anything outside the Dáil that day. Politicians actually be there from either side came out and spoke and there was there was tough hard debates had and that's good that's that's democracy there's a very but, simple reason but again, for that, but, but, but again having if you think that it's right to have gallows and dummies or hanging from nooses with people pictures around it i just i just think to be honest it's that's sad okay. to be honest okay listen thank you very much indeed maliki steenson thank you very much indeed uh, sorry, Maliki, I know you're still talking there. Thank you, Maliki. And thank you very much indeed, Jackie. I've run out of time. Thank you to both of you. The multi-award winning Nile Boylan podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Nile Boylan podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.